This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Hello and welcome back to Kramer Financial Talk. I'm Jim Kramer with Kramer Investment Services. Kramer Financial Talk is a weekly podcast where we talk about various financial topics. Our topic today is going to be about annuities. If you'd like to get more information or learn more information about what you hear today, feel free to call our office. For those of you in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For those of you in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Our podcasts are available on our website at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. That's K-R-A-M-E-R Investment Services, as well as on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So everyone, our topic today is going to be about annuities, or rather things to know about annuities. In times of economic uncertainty, an annuity can be a valuable asset to own. Its two main objectives is to provide safety from market losses, as well as provide potentially a guaranteed lifetime income that can last for the rest of your life. There are many, many different types of annuities, and there's no two annuities that are alike. So as a result, there's a lot of confusion amongst the public about what annuities really do. In today's show, we're going to dissect what an annuity is and weigh some of its pros and as well as its cons. But before we do that, let me introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, great. Thanks for uh, having me on the show today, Jim. I'm glad I'm here because... I know that there are a lot of misconceptions about annuities and, you know, things that were, uh, I think, uh, put out there years ago uh, about certain types of annuities, but they've changed so much. And there are certain types of annuities that are popular as retirement vehicles that can help you create that income in retirement. And I'm glad we're looking at this uh, because I know you get a lot of questions about it and we hear a lot of questions from listeners about it as well. Now, I've been great. I've had a good week. It is just getting busier as the year goes on here. And I think, you know, when we're looking at the year ahead, it's a good time to make sure our finances can handle uh, some of the troubling times we might see, whether it's, you know, market volatility or uh, taxes. We don't know what's going to happen with those. We assume they will go up, though, (laughs) the way things are going. But yeah, I've been good. I know we're headed into tax season and you've been busy as well, haven't you? Yes, I have. In fact, our weather, it's going to be snowing again uh, this evening. So I've been doing a lot of shoveling this year, Tony. How about you? Uh, yep. In fact, uh, I think we got about, uh, I don't know, four inches here uh, over the weekend. So I was doing a lot of shoveling this past weekend. And uh, I'm hoping it'll, <laughs> I'm hoping it won't, we won't have to do more shoveling, but it looks like we will. Now, um, this is interesting. I mean, obviously, this is an important topic. So, Uh, Maybe you should start with uh, what is an annuity? 
Okay, thank you. That's a, you made some good points there about you know purposes of an annuity, what they can do, and various topics that come about with annuities. So, first off, um, to the audience, an annuity is a contract between you and an insurance company to cover various goals, such as protection for market loss lifetime income that you can never outlive, so to speak, legacy planning, which could include a guaranteed death benefit, and other types of benefits that could include long-term care or any combination that uh, I just mentioned. So these goals, these goals do sound pretty good, but there are downsides to annuities. Like any investment that's out there, there's always a downside. There's no perfect investment that exists in this world or everybody would be doing it. Right, exactly. So how does an annuity work? Okay, so an annuity is a form of risk transference. So an annuity works by transferring the risk but not necessarily the complete risk from an annuity owner to an insurance company. So when we say insurance company, we're not talking about a health insurance company or a property and casualty insurance company. These are annuity companies. Mainly life insurance companies offer annuities, but then then again, there are companies that that's all they do is offer annuities. So the money you invest into an annuity is called a premium. Just like any insurance contract, the deposit that you put into this is an ins- is, a, is a premium. It can be paid as a one-time lump sum amount, or it can be paid periodically throughout the life of the contract up to a certain point. So the amount of money you put in to an annuity is a form of risk transference from the owner to the annuity company. Annuities can be funded in a variety of different accounts, such as an IRA, a Roth IRA. If you have a single account or a joint account or a trust account, uh, even an employer-sponsored plans, an annuity can be funded. So it's really not a type of plan that you would consider an IRA. It's really an investment onto itself, like stocks or bonds. So, yeah, and you mentioned bonds. Boy, they have been uh, (laughs) not doing well lately. So that's interesting. Uh, Now, um, why would a person want to choose an annuity? Why should we have one? Okay, so there's there's a couple of different reasons why. The first one I want to talk about is protection from market loss. So as we all know, Tony, uh, we do not know what the future entails for us. Right. If we did, there's no reason to own an annuity. One of the main reasons to own an annuity is really it's a hedge from what could go wrong. Because an annuity is an investment that does provide certain levels of protection should, let's say, the stock market go bad or the bond market. Um, So it serves as a hedge really against what we are not familiar will happen or what we don't know is going to happen in the world. So the first thing I look at as a financial advisor is the basic rule of 100. Now, I don't always go by this. It's just a measurement that is where you take your age and you subtract it from the number 100. And the number that comes out from that is really the amount of money that you should have at risk. So really, the older you get, the less risk you should naturally take. Although we don't always go by that in the investment world because we're going to be looking at a number of different um, investment measurements, such as what's your risk tolerance, what your income needs are, and what's your age. So let's say you have a 70-year-old individual who's retired. 
Obviously, that person probably ideally will be taking less risk because they don't have as much time to make up for those losses. And especially if they're withdrawing money from their investment accounts, losses can really wreak havoc to their long term retirement goals. So a 70 year old really should have no more than 30 percent of their money in general into the stock market. But again, that's just the starting point. And where we go from there is going to be dependent upon a number of other important objectives that the person has. Uh, There is no one size fits all strategy to how a 70 year old should invest, much less a 40 or 30 year old. Well, there you go. And so uh, obviously uh, your time horizon is what you're talking about. And that makes a huge difference, doesn't it? I mean, it, it really does. And yeah. so an annuity can do certain things. There's there's different types of annuities, Tony. Some annuities completely take away the risk from market loss. Some have you participate into the market where you could lose Uh, But they also provide other types of insurance benefits that if things don't go well, you will be protected from the various um, benefits that that particular annuity offers. Sure. So what's another reason for a person to want to choose an annuity? Well, the, the one of the first annuities out there was what we call an immediate annuity. And that is simply put a pension. And the one thing that annuities can provide is income and income that you can never outlive and an otherwise uh, low interest rate world that we're in annuities can do something that other investments don't do um they could guarantee regardless of market effects that the person's going to receive a certain amount of money either per month quarterly semi-annual or annual that income stream that they could take off of their investment they could simply have that, have that for as long as they live. So that's a, an important factor that many retirees are worried about, especially because we're living longer. Um, many people don't have pensions from their employers anymore. So beyond Social Security, which I think we already had another podcast in the future where on average, Social Security only provides about 40% of the retire the uh, income that the person made before they retired so there's a 60 percent difference that we have to make up for and so you could simply just lean on your retirement accounts to help cover that difference but the one thing that annuity can do is stretch out those payments so that you know no matter how long you live that that money is going to be there for you but there's a variety of different payout options you can pick from uh, some options do not include guaranteed income for life, but they could guarantee payments for a certain period of time. If something happens to you, you could protect your spouse. Uh, there's a variety of payout options, and the amount that you receive is dependent upon which option you choose. So if you choose a, a single payment for life option, that amount is going to be guaranteed for the rest of your life. But if you pass away, certain annuity contracts will not pay out anything beyond that point. And certain ones will. They'll pay a death benefit out. And then the lower payment would be if you chose a spouse option for a period certain option. And those are other topics that would be uh, we can talk about at a later point today. Sure. Sure. And I think that that makes perfect sense. And uh, you know, if people have more questions about this, they can get a hold of you, obviously. And I know you're more than happy to meet with them. So um, what are what are some other reasons for a person to invest in annuities? Well, let's say, for example, Tony, you have a person that's heavy into CDs 
And Tony, what are CDs typically offering these days? Uh, almost nothing. Uh, yeah, you're just between, not getting very between much. Less than 2%, that's for sure, and usually less than 1%. So, so annuities can do something that other investment vehicles can't do. So here, let's say you have a, a CD investor who's not in very good health. They can't qualify for life insurance, but they don't have a material need to use this money from their bank. So it's just kind of sitting there, not even getting inflationary type of returns. Uh, so the person isn't getting much for their sort of not getting much bang for their buck. Well, what you could do is convert that money into an annuity that guarantees you a death benefit. And sometimes right off the bat, they'll increase from day one the account value in relationship to that death benefit. And then each year thereafter, they'll guarantee you an interest rate that's typically higher than what you will get at the bank, such as 4% per year. I've seen in the past, they'd offer much higher interest rate guarantees. So right now, three to 4% seems to be a normal death benefit option that annuity companies would offer, which doesn't seem real great, but compare that to a CD and uh, an investor is certainly doing better. However, it's, an, it's important for the viewers to note that this is not accessible money for you during your retirement years. This is a guaranteed death benefit. It's technically not life insurance, so the gains can be taxed uh, when, once you pass away and goes to your beneficiaries. Unlike life insurance, where other than estate taxes, which are really for the uber rich, Tony, yeah. um, they don't have taxes to pay on it. But when you compare it to money sitting at the bank, not doing very much, well, that can be an attractive option depending upon what your needs and your goals are. Sure. So, And you've told us about how they work, how annuities work, and what type of benefits that they can provide. Uh, but there are a lot of different types of annuities that work differently, aren't there? That's true. And then, But before we go there, I just want to talk about, and I forgot to mention this, long-term care. So a lot of people don't qualify for long-term care insurance in this country. Sure. And Medicare does not pay for long-term care. It goes under the Department of Medicaid, which means that you typically have to spend down the vast majority of your retirement assets until the government starts to pay out. Well, annuities can offer some level of protection from long-term care expenses. So there's some additional benefits that can be put into those accounts that can help provide supplemental coverage, but not complete coverage for long-term care. So somebody who's in poor health, um, this could be an additional feature which could help them if, God forbid, that were to happen to them. So anyways, now getting back to what you had just asked me about the different types of annuities, there are what we call immediate annuities. There are deferred annuities. Those are the two main general types. An immediate annuity, that goes all the way back to 1875. American Express was the first company to offer that to their employees in the form of a pension. So whenever you, ha you hear pensions, think annuities, because they're really one and the same, but they're in the immediate annuity range. So typically, let's say you have an individual doesn't have a pension. They've got a lot of money in their 401ks, and there's a lot of uncertainty in the world of which they're nervous about. They could pull a portion or all of that money from their 401k, fund it through an annuity company as a form of immediate payout, and they would get a relatively high percentage payout annually from that investment that they made. And they could set it up if they wanted to, where it's guaranteed for as long as they live, 
uh, they can set it out for a certain year, like say 10 years, they'll guarantee an interest rate and it'll be paid out over those years or 20 years, or you can set it up on a spousal arrangement. I mean, it's mind boggling all the different ways an annuity company can set up these contracts with individuals. Um, but simply put, with uh, an employer-sponsored plan, the employer will give them a couple of choices, such as a single life option. So if they pass away, the pension passes away. If they want to set it up with their spouse, they can get anywhere from a 100% payout to the spouse if the employee passed away, or 75% or 50% of whatever the benefit was paid out initially starting to the retired employee that additional benefit continues on for the rest of that other spouse's life. Um, but typically this is money where when the, the employee or the individual and their spouse passes away, the money passes away. So there's no real death benefit per se in most of these immediate annuity contracts. So they've relatively fallen out of favor compared to deferred annuities. And deferred annuities are like a regular investment account, except you can choose either very, very early on in the contract and income for, for life type of arrangement. You can defer for a number of years before you start to draw out income in a deferred annuity. You can take just free withdrawals. You have a number of ways in which to access this account or not. If you have no intention of using the money, certainly a guaranteed death benefit option could be something that the person could consider. But there's there's really two main types of deferred annuities. You have fixed annuities that are going to be just that, paying a fixed interest rate each year. Typically, the annuity companies pay out a higher fixed interest rate than banks do. And what is also considered a fixed annuity is a fixed indexed annuity. So it's fixed in that the rate of return will never be less than 0% per year. You link it to a stock market index or a variety of market indexes, which could be non-stock market related, where you get up to a certain percentage or up to a cap each year of the gains of a certain index. So you're not going to get all of the gains from a stock market index, but you're going to be able to participate in the market. But you're also not and, going to lose anything. So your, but you principal, don't lose any your principal is protected and your gains are locked in. And I think that's why I hear so much recently about the fixed indexed annuities where they are tied to the market so you can participate in some of the upside. Uh, you get a portion of the upside, uh, but it's never going to drop below zero even if the market has another you know, big downturn. That's right. So there's a lot of protection put in place and in a very low interest rate period of time where you're not given very good fixed interest rates, Tony. That's where a fixed index annuity still provides safety, but it gives you a much higher potential. And they've been very, very popular. Another form is a variable annuity where you're actually owning stock market securities. You can actually lose money in a variable annuity, but they offer certain income guarantees so that in the event that the market fails, you have a what they call a guaranteed minimum withdrawal value that you can use and draw off of that at a point in time and potentially have it guaranteed for the rest of your life. Uh, they have the death benefit features that you can put in just like a fixed, uh, fixed annuity. Variable annuities offer some of those same other features, including long-term care. So there are protections put in place with a variable annuity, but they're not quite as safe as fixed annuities are. Um, Fixed sure. annuities are insured, though, by each state. 
So each state has a guaranteed insurance fund. And most states that I know of will guarantee up to say $250,000 per person per life for these types of accounts. But so if they you do work provide... with an A-rated company, that's why you steer your clients toward some of the more A-rated companies if they need an annuity to say provide income for them in retirement or uh, help with long-term care. Uh, you make sure that they're in an A-rated company, and the they are there are guarantees, and those guarantees are based on the claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. That's right. So, and most of these, a lot of these insurance companies have been around for, you know, over a hundred years now. So, so they're very stable. So that's a good thing. But it is good to know, and if you get with a company that isn't for some reason stable, there are uh, a lot of the states have that in place. Uh, there is some insurance on it. That's right. That's right. You said it. You said it very well, Tony. So you've got a good background. Trying in to understanding put it in layman's terms. You did it well. <laughs> All right. So and then the, the then um, uh, as far as different types of annuities, this is where the, it gets very complicated. So the average person looking at this, it's overwhelming. A lot of people have um, heard very bad things about annuities, but then again, there's people out there that are quite satisfied, um, and it always comes down to, is it the right type of company? Is it an A-rated company? Um, you know, Does that annuity suit your obje objective? Because there's a lot of people who may not need annuities, and then there are people that do need annuities, but they've heard bad things about it. So I don't take the, the tack that annuities are all bad. I think annuities can be very good as a part of a retirement program, and, and there's really not a good alternative if the stock market fails I and mean, you don't have uh, a solid bond market to lean on. There's a lot of other investments out there that are speculative. This is an area where people can give some, get, be given some level of assurance that in the event of a falling market, this is a portion of their nest egg that they don't have to worry about. Sure. Yeah. And that's always helpful. So now, are there any other benefits to owning an annuity? Well, it can be for tax purposes. So one thing that annuity can provide, and this is only for money held outside of an IRA or a 401k or an, an employer-sponsored plan, is it provides tax deferral. And so let's say you set, you have a lot of money sitting at the bank. It's not doing very well. It's not in an IRA. And you're getting taxed on that money each year, although you're not get it being given very much interest. So you're, you're getting taxed uh, every year. Well, here's in a way in which you could get potentially higher gains and have the benefits of tax deferral for down the road. And it works particularly well for individuals that are in a higher tax bracket at the time they purchase the annuity. And then when they start to use this money, let's say in retirement, they're in a lower income tax bracket. So especially for high income earners, let's say the person maxed out their 401k contributions and they can't contribute into a Roth IRA because there's a maximum amount of income that you have to make. Uh, there's, there's a maximum that you, you can make in order to be eligible to contribute into a Roth IRA. Well, you can put this excess money that you have into a non-qualified, as we call it, annuity and get the benefits of tax deferral. So if you're in a high income tax bracket, and then we know once you're in retirement, Tony, that you're going to be in a lower income tax bracket, you are definitely going to benefit from the use of annuities. But if your tax bracket is not going to lower once you get into retirement, let's say it's going to be very similar, 
and you know you're going to use this money at some point in time, then the benefits aren't really there. There's some good things as far as taxes go with annuities. You lose the stepped up basis upon death. And that's a separate topic here. But for a lot of people in higher income tax brackets that know that they're going to be in a lower income tax bracket once they retire, that could be a good use of your money to, to fund that through an annuity. Right. And so obviously that's that's key. And that's a big advantage. It seems like all these retirement type accounts and vehicles have some type of tax implication. And you've talked a lot about what annuities offer. Uh, what are the downsides to annuities? Okay, well, surrender charges are in almost all annuity contracts out there, with sure. the exception of a few. And there's surrender charge periods that go along with these annuities. And typically, they can range from as low as what I've seen, let's say a three-year surrender charge period, upwards of today, probably the highest that are out there is 14 years. There used to be annuities that would have surrender periods of upwards of 20 years. And that can be kind of taxing to an individual to make sure that they only take out a certain portion of their account each year to avoid a surrender charge. So Tony, within an annuity, you can typically each year, especially after the first year, withdraw up to 10% of the account value without being charged. But during that surrender period, if you were to withdraw more than 10%, you're going to get a surrender fee based on that year that you're owning it. The insurance company or the, the annuity company has a surrender percentage or surrender charge that they have. So this is not, as a result, a good short-term investment vehicle. So somebody just looking to temporarily park their money in a safe haven, get some earnings, and then move it somewhere else. This is definitely not the investment for you. This is only for long-term holdings where you're looking for safety over a long period of time and are attracted to the guarantees that the annuity company is going to offer. And you also don't want to put a high percentage of your, your nest egg into this because of the restriction of liquidity that you have during that surrender charge period. Right. One, one other downside, though, I want to mention to you is typically, although, again, we don't know what the future holds, but a well-managed investment portfolio managed by a fiduciary management team probably, although we don't know for sure, will do better over the long run than what an annuity will do. But then again, we don't know what the future is going to hold, and that's where an annuity is going to have an important role as a part of your overall investment portfolio. And people are living longer, and that's where annuities can really come into play and be helpful. But one other negative to annuities is they generally will have a higher fee than other forms of investments. You, you've heard of uh, Fisher Investments, Tony? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't, yeah you, they can't, do, you can't blink without seeing an ad, I guess. And their whole motto is, annuities are bad. That's why you should invest with us. <laughs> uh, but they generally don't have a good alternative to when the markets are doing poorly. You know, what's their exit strategy or how do they provide a hedge for their clients? But right. the one thing that they'll point out is that the fees are higher in annuities. Sort of like annuity companies are greedier and therefore they just want to take a higher cut of the person's money. But that's really not true. Annuity companies make about the same profit as what a regular investment company does, but they have to charge higher fees for the guarantees that they're providing, such as they want to be providing guaranteed income 
for life to a, a person. Well, that's going to provide money that they're going to have to set aside from the money you're investing to cover long-term income needs of that person. So there's typically an annual fee just to provide that income benefit. Money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> so what the, we, we wish so what, it did, though, Jim. Uh, we wish it did, but you know they're working with the same dollars as what a typical mutual fund company sure. provides. But they have to take that additional money, set it aside in a reserve that's going to be pooled with other investors. So as you start to draw money out of those accounts one day because of this income feature that they're guaranteeing in writing, that if you outlive your money or if some other investor outlives their money because they pulled out more than the interest that they were gaining in those contracts, they're going to need to tap into those reserves. If they want to maintain their A rating, if they want to be considered a viable uh, company that honors their guarantees, they're going to have to charge some fees that other investment other investments are not going to charge. So the same thing goes about with a death benefit guarantee or long-term care benefits or other guarantees that they provide in the contract. Nothing is for free. That doesn't mean that annuities are bad. You just want to make sure if you're setting up for these guarantees, you understand what the cost is and for what purpose it provides. And it might look very suitable for you after you know all the facts, the pros and the cons. Right. And I, I worry, though, you know, a lot of people can you can get pretty deep in the weeds here as you were explaining this. Uh, you know, it's wow. You have to know the contractual terms. I mean, but how much due diligence should our listeners be doing? I mean, they should really be working with a trusted financial professional, a fiduciary like yourself, who, who can look at all the various options and see what's going to best suit their individual situation. Right. That's right. So reviewing the companies, their financial strengths, you really want to be dealing with companies with a good long term track record that have a high rating from the rating agencies. And those rating agencies would include AM Best, Moody's, Fitch and Standard & Poor's. And knowing these companies' ratings is an important part of the due diligence process. Also, when working with a good financial services professional, find out about the history of that company and making changes to the interest and the interest potential within that contract. So individuals need to know that when they're buying a fixed annuity, how long is that interest rate guaranteed for? If it's guaranteed for the life of what we call the surrender term, then you know exactly what you're going to get. And as soon as the surrender charge term is over, you can decide whether you want to stay in that contract based on the new interest rate they're going to charge, or do you want to exit out of there? And you could do that at that point in time without any charge whatsoever, sort of like a CD and how a CD operates. Um, but sometimes, and, and very often, they will change the interest rate offering during the surrender charge period. And that way you could potentially be at the mercy of the annuity company as they lowered the interest rate beyond what it was initially offered. It might have been very attractive at first, and now you have a lower interest rate year after year that you're finding, and you're kind of stuck of getting out of it because the fees you have to pay are too high. It's good to know the history of that company and honoring their initial interest rate that they offer. Sometimes they have to change the interest rates due to the environment they're in, but sometimes companies have a tendency to do that anyways. Also, for fixed indexed annuity companies, it's important to know that the uh, opportunities for growth within that contract are going to remain somewhat similar from what it's first offered because the contracts can change by year by year 
down to as low a certain percentage that they guarantee in the contract. So for, for example, they may offer the first year, the individual can get 60% of the S&P 500. So if after the first year of owning that annuity, the annuity company, because the S&P 500 went up 10%, you end up with a 6% rate of return for that particular year. But then the next following year, they drop that percentage down to 30%. And they could go all the way down to as low as, say, 10% in certain years. But you're in a surrender charge period, and that could be a, a difficult situation for you to get out of. So it's really important to know the history of what these annuity companies are offering. Sometimes it sounds too good to be true, but there are companies with very good track records and it's incumbent upon you to work with a good financial services representative that if an annuity is right for you, make sure it's a good company that's got a good track record and they have honesty and integrity behind them. And you can find that out by working with the right person. Right. And speaking of that, uh, you're a great person to talk to about this because you just want to do what's in your client's best interest and the person's best interest. So when they come to you, you might say, no, an annuity is not right for you. Uh, you need to be over here and over here, but not there. Uh, but if you need retirement income and there's a really good annuity where you can get a, a fixed index and you don't have any downside, then you're like, okay, this would be make much more sense for you. So I, I love that there are options and you look at all the options uh, to see uh, what uh, is the best in the best interest of your clients. And how can our listeners get a hold of you? We're almost out of time, but uh, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation? Okay. So if those of you in Wisconsin, you can call our Lake Geneva office at 262-729-4128. Those of you in Illinois, our McHenry office is at 815-331-8096. Our website is www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. That's K-R-A-M-E-R Investment Services. And you can see our podcasts as well on our website, as well as Google Play and Spotify. And so the one thing I want to tell our listeners is if you are looking for unbiased advice, um, I've been doing this for close to 30 years in the insurance and investment services industry. And, you know, I've seen it all. And I think annuities have a good part to play in this, but they're not everything. Uh, there are advisors out there that will just talk about annuities. And you should be very wary about that because you're getting a very limited form of advice. Doesn't mean that the advice they're going to give is bad. It's just going to be limited. And then there are those who say steer away from annuities. And I think they're missing the boat on that. Yeah. So if you're looking for a full overall range of views, I mean, if you're, if you're looking for somebody who can, you know, kind of place the pieces based on your situation as to where should we divvy up and move your retirement assets based on your risk tolerance, your income needs, your age, your situation. Uh, that's when you want to work with somebody who's a fiduciary. And that's what we do. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Jim. Great show. And I think it's a good one, a good topic to understand. Uh, and listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Goodbye, Tony. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 
or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.